Oh boy, you about to have us on MySpace. Black Planet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we wanted to figure it out today. All right, cool. We we supposed to be on uh, YouTube live, right? Hold on one second. It's it's still loading up. All right. Huh? I said no. I said okay. Um, we waiting. Yep. You guys hear me? Yep. I hear you good. Hold on one second. Yep. Let me see if we're live right now. Is it too early to drink? No, I'm drinking. Oh, okay. You see it on YouTube? Um, hold on. I, I right, can go, go on there real quick to let you know. All hold right, on. Jamal. Hold on, man. Let me see if I see it on, on the on YouTube. No, no, we're on. I, I see it. Okay. All right, we good. All right. Yep. Go ahead and introduce our guest today, uh, Jamal. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Under Construction. I am your host, Jamal, a.k.a. the Angry Black Fan Darby, along with the co-host, Rob Pops, Rodney Richardson in the building. But we have another special guest, though. Our very, very first guest of Under Construction is back. The illustrious Brandon Risher. What's up, Brandon? Yeah. What's happening? What's going on? Glad to have you Woo! back, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm glad, glad to be back. Like I was telling y'all off air, I got I got to get on before y'all get too big. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you got a while, brother. I think you got. A while. <laughs> nah, not too much time. But uh, before before we start, I just want to say to to the hey, man, man to look. see to see the growth that you no, all have look, had. Look, man. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Rodney. Go ahead, Brandon. Okay. I was going to say that I'm just so proud of you all and the, and the, the guests right. that you all have had since and everything that has come from uh, so, under construction. Uh, so I'm just. So, how have you been holding up doing. Damn, delaying, man. How have I been holding up? Um. You know, doing doing the best that I can as far as just it, man. yeah. Oh, very well. Yeah. So got a little bit of delay, but yeah, we got a delay. Yeah, how you been holding up during the, during the pandemic? Um, just you know, really, if anything, just making a list of things I want to accomplish. I'm going to come out of this better than I went in. So just saying, okay, well, if I have extra time, what has work prevented me from doing? And now I have that opportunity to do a little bit more of it. So that's what I try to do. So whether it's exercising, whether it's reading more, whether it's, you know, learning how to, you know, cook new things, trying to find some, put something on my plate so it can occupy my time and I can be better at it uh, than I was going at. Good stuff, man. So I got to ask both of you gentlemen, how have you been coping with the Rona? What, what, what's the new Netflix shows? What's the new, what's the new hustle? What 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 are the new ways we're entertaining ourselves these days? I, I'll start with the guests, Brandon. Okay. Um, well, I like goofy stuff like on TV because my dog <laughs> series. So right. this whole Tiger King thing has been fucking phenomenal. Um, <laughs> and all this all this white trashery and coonery, it is awesome. <laughs> um, you know, but otherwise, uh, I've been listening to a lot of music actually lately. Uh, you know, Pop and I've been talking quite a bit. So he's been he's he's been putting me on. Um, so I was just listening to Cool and the Gang, their jazz album from 1973. Uh, wow! Right before it, and so just you know trying to get into old music and and just kind of see kind of the the evolution of music, both lyrically and kind of thematically, kind of what's going on. So I was talking to Pops. You know, Pops is a musician, so right. you know he would just talk. We would be talking about the women's movement and how the women's movement influenced music and. So it was it was pretty good stuff. So that's what I've been trying to you know write down a couple of artists and jam to them while I play a word search game on my iPad. You know, um, it, it's interesting you bring it up, man, because I've I've been finding myself kind of not really digging for new stuff, but kind of like rediscovering old music, so to speak. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if you notice or not, but I'm doing this kind of this personal thing called Jamal's 30 albums in 30 days. Where I'm just kind of reviewing, uh, you know, albums that kind of influence the way I listen to music or whatever. And, you know, needless to say, man, this is a time where we're sitting still. So we're just kind of rediscovering things that we love. <laughs> you know Absolutely. what I mean? And, and I've been doing the exact same thing with music, man. Just kind of just really digging in. And just, you know, searching for things that I searching for songs I might not have heard in 30 years and searching for artists that I may not have discovered yet. So, man, it's a, it's a good time for that, man. It's, it's funny you brought that up because I've been doing the same thing. Yeah. Rodney, what about yourself, brother? Well, unlike you two gentlemen, I am married. And so uh, <laughs> my wife is making me do some yard work. So I, 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 I did some landscaping yesterday with the Lowe's. Uh, Household tasks, man. I, I'm the handyman. This we gotta put together three desks, couple chairs, man. I'm I'm everywhere. <laughs> hey, I, I saw one of my friends on Facebook. He said, um, if your yard isn't together by the time this is over, you should be embarrassed. I said, man, just at me next time, cause because <laughs> my my yard looks like the Amazon rainforest right now, man. And it might be that way until we done added a birdhouse. We, we done put up. We done put down new mulch. We done put down stone. Man, it, it's the man. This y'all about to be award winning next week. Well, look, man. If you want to transfer some of that uh, energy y'all got and bring it over here, I, you more than welcome to, brother. I got some. I got some projects for your ass over here, dog. <laughs> got you, got you, got you. All right. Well, we are a sports podcast, but guess what, guys? Ain't no damn sports. <laughs> um, this is quite an adjustment for me, man. But, you know, in the grand scope of things, man, they are obviously more important things than not being able to see our favorite teams play. However, however, me and Brandon talked about, like, music is kind of taking the place, for me personally, is taking the place of, like, my sports fix. Rodney, what is a fix? What is something besides gardening that's taking the place of not seeing our beloved Carolina Panthers screw over our, our quarterback or our Charlotte Hornets, whatever the case is? Uh, definitely music. Uh, I've been enjoying these IG battles lately. Yeah. Uh, John and, uh, and, and T-Pain had, had me and my wife working out in the house last night, man. <laughs> um. Also, man, I, look, I, I just been video gaming, man. This is the first time I've had time to actually play video games in things like years. I'm like on season like 12 of Madden. I'm like a 10-time Super Bowl champion, man. I, I just don't know. <laughs> Brandon, you've been checking out any of these IG battles, these producer battles? You know, I checked out some of them. I checked out um, – uh, I can't remember. It was – I can't remember. But the battles, I'm like, you know what? The hits are the hits. Like I could, I could yeah. do that. Like right. you know what I mean. Right, right. Like you know, when you get to our age, I mean, you shit, you've been in the club twenty years, so you kind of <laughs> you get you, <laughs> you can you know you can put together. You can identify all them damn songs and jam right and like from right. like ten to fifteen years before we were born to now. So I've just been really kind of making playlists myself and and really just like oh mm. here, well here's the club bangers you know so I got a lot of tribe on there I got a lot of outcasts I got a lot of uh, like. Usher 8701, um, you know, like stuff like that, like just trying right. to, you know, mix it up and it's like, all right, no, he was the jam for the ladies and he was the dude, you know, then put some Lil John in there. I was like, all right, this this was the fighting music, and, you know. Um, hey, Jamal, Jamal, just, Jamal, you know who Lil John is? Oh, this dude. You got you got jokes today. <laughs> Did you go to the club, Jamal? Well, whatever, man. I didn't go to those clubs. I wasn't present for that. But um, anywho, man. I've been checking out like a lot of these DJs on IG, man, and maybe this is just semantics, but I'm kind of annoyed that they're called battles for the reason Brandon just mentioned. Like, they're not really battling, man. They're just playing hits. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a real, for real, for real DJ battle. I'm not trying to be like a snob about it, man, but it, and it's just semantics. It's a good time. It's no big deal behind it. You get what I'm saying? But I wonder, are we going to get to a point where we're going to get like a real, for real, for real DJ battle on IG Live? Like, that's something I'd be interested in. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. 
Like somebody set up, well, unfortunately, uh, Jeff is having some health issues right now, but somebody set up Jazzy Jeff and DJ Scratch on the DJ battle. Uh, let, let's Ooh. let's set that off, man. Now, that's Ooh. that's something I I tune into in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? All and, day. Go, yeah. yeah, and um, and unfortunately, unfortunately, um, what was it? Babyface and uh, Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley was set up to do their battle tonight that got postponed. But that was something I was willing to check out too, man. It, uh, did you guys have anything you were looking forward to in that regard? Man, I, I was just looking forward to, to actually dancing and partying, man. Music I grew up to. No doubt, man. And man, to, to me. I mean, what else do they have to do tonight? Right. <laughs> right. To, to me, uh, like the battles, it's like spades. Who got the big joker? And, you know, right. and, and like when you right. drop in them, who got the big joker? And to me, Terry Rollins was like, I'm just going to play the Dangerous album by Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> right. Y'all have at it. And, and, before I, and before I let you go, y'all y'all have at it. Because the thing is, like, if, you, if you're doing those type of battles, man, you can't bring your heat out in the beginning. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like You, you got to sit on you your heat. <laughs> like, hold on. Let me, let me throw this card and see if somebody cut it real quick. But, but see, Babyface could be like, I'm sitting on this Don't Be Cruel album. So what you got? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the Boys the boy to Men 2 album. Uh, hello? Yes. Like, so, I mean, oh, he, his he, own he, stuff, he, man. His, his own stuff. Yeah. Yeah, his own stuff. Oh, yeah. His, yeah. His, oh, yeah. So he, he, he's sitting on heat. But, uh, you know, but Teddy Riley, man, that, that Michael, that Dangerous album, it's, to me, it's such an underrated album. Yeah. Um, and, and not only that, man, but we're forgetting about the early 90s guy stuff like you know what i'm saying like there's that I, black street black street there's i mean it's just yes, um right. it's a man right. uh hey, what hey, was his hey, first man. group he was he's gonna pull out the rump shaker rump shaker that's right that's right that's right yeah, yeah. man so, yeah, so brandon brandon actually suggested a topic that i'm gonna be honest with y'all man i'm probably not the best guy to to really ask this question, but I'm going to contribute. I, I, I'm going to do my best to contribute to this topic. Brandon suggested a topic. What are 20 songs to get people to stay on the dance floor? I'm going to let y'all two be the catalyst for this. Because okay. I wasn't a big club dude, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to try my best, man. Alright, I'm, I'm going to explain why I came up with this. Okay. So I, I I think you were there, Darby. Questlove was uh, DJing at Republic, I think, maybe six or seven let, years ago. Let me stop you right there. Okay. Let me stop you right there, Brandon. When I tell you that was, that might have been the most fun I have ever had in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm not exaggerating, dog. No, I'm you. not exaggerating. That was that yes, was an amazing time, man. Yes, yes. yes. But and, go ahead. I'm I, sorry. And when I, so that, that night, because remember, he did like a Michael set, and then he did like a Stevie set, it yep. was like every time you thought you were about to go back to the bar to get a drink, you'd be like, oh, he's like, oh, oh. he like looped, he like looped working day and night at the beginning of it for like three minutes. And we were just sitting on it. We were like, oh man, play it. Oh, it was, was crazy, man. It was, it was crazy. crazy. Yes, sir. So I thought so I thought about like what would be the songs if I want, if I'm trying to shut down the club and like everybody on the dance floor and the club owner, like, man, fuck that. You got to play a couple of like whack songs <laughs> right. to get people to the club. You know, I, so that that's that's what I thought about. So like the first song I thought about was like Working Day and Night or um yes. just, or or Let's Go Crazy. Like mm. you hear that and you hear that, you know, that synthesizer and you're just like, oh shit, here we go. Like, I can't leave. Right. Like I, I was about to leave, but I, I can't leave. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Rodney, right. what you got? The first song that came to mind, I'm 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 Geechee Chuck Town. Look, if you if, if you play this song, back that ass up. Everybody gonna stop what they do. Of course, of course, of course, and, 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 and get tooted up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, hey, look, man, I, I've never been a fan of that song, but if I'm speaking objectively, that that actually might be number one on the list. I, I, I'm being dead serious, man. I mean, I got I got, I, I got something to challenge that. Okay, low by Flo Rod and T Pain. That's another one. <sighs> you, no, yeah. you play that. Nobody, nobody listen to the lyrics. But play the hook. <laughs> play, that's what I'm saying. You play that shit, and them white girls gonna get on me. Right, they like, man, a hit, 
A hit is a song that white girls can dance to and not feel guilty about right. dancing. That's <laughs> a hit. <laughs> and Lowe does it, man. That's Lowe a good point. Not, yeah. See not, <clears throat> now the reason the reason why I'm kind of letting y'all be the catalyst of this topic because I'm weird. Like somebody will play Wu Tang and that'll get me on the floor. Like, but that's just me. So that's why I'm deferring y'all when it comes to this topic, man. But I, I'll say this, man. Like a couple of weeks ago, um, I went to my favorite place, Petra's, and they had a, a '90s party there, and it was a and it was a new Jack Swing party. You know what I mean? And, and they dropped uh uh. uh don't walk away by Jade, and I think that's a bona fide classic. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a heater. That's, that's a heater. Right that's there. a heater. Like you drop that, you nobody's getting off the floor when they drop that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so, hey, man, so, so that's my hey, angle. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm about to go old school, y'all. So, this is more like our parents and, and, and grandparents range. People gonna be like, hey, they gonna start. They gonna sing the whole of song course. in the club. Of course. You, 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 Before I let go, uh, Frankie Beverly. Oh, Frankie Beverly. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Hey man, can I? I have, I have a confession. Okay. I don't ever need to hear that song ever again, man. I said it. Yeah, I said it, man. I, I get it. I, I get it, man. I get it. I agree. It's a, it's a bona fide classic. It is what it is, man. I feel like I've heard that song ninety-seven thousand times, man. I, I'm I'm good now. I don't need to hear it no more. Sorry. And you can't. You don't have a cookout invite. I... <laughs> All right, so, so, here's the, so here's the question for the two of you: What's the song that when you go to the club, if you don't hear it, you like? Man, I have the time tonight. I'm gonna let Roddy answer that one first. Repeat the question. What's the song that if you go to the club and you don't hear it, you like? Man, I ain't even have a good time tonight. <sighs> I need to hear like a. Uh, it's not a particular song. It's more like a, a of an Uncle Luke set. I need to hear some Uncle Luke, like a set of <laughs> Uncle Luke. Like I need to hear some big booty holes and, and scrub the ground. All that. I, I need to hear that set together. So you want skating ring music? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Girls kick off the skates in the in the corner and be popping at it. You like oh. And bike the shorts, yeah. Right, all right. You, you still got those skates on, and you and you six three, and she five two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, and see, and this is why I'm the weird one because, like, I I, I legitimately don't go out to regular clubs, man. Like, I'm not lying, man. Like, I go out and I listen to like '90s hip hop and house music, man. I I really, my answers are not going to be like satisfactory. I don't think. <laughs> You know what I mean? No, but it's um, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. You're like almost like masters of ceremonies. So when you, it's like, oh, it's almost like when you come into a party, you bless it. You're like, oh shit, okay, we good now. No, you seriously. Should, no, Thank seriously. You. Like, like I, I can almost know. I'm like, I wonder if Darby's gonna be at this party. <laughs> and like that, and literally, that's my gauge to see whether this shit gonna pop for the. Because you know our musical tastes are so similar. Right, right, true. I'm just like, so if I see you post something like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to Petra's or whatever, I'm like, yo, man, I might wanna. Appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite. If 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 if, if I see Jamal post it, I'm like, eh, who else? It's probably, yeah, it's probably not for Rodney if I'm there. <laughs> I, no, I'll man, say man. this. I'll, I'll say this. Um, I go to I go to this event called Off the Wall a lot. You know, Off the Wall play. They have like an '80s theme. They have a I love '90s theme, and it's mostly just old school hip hop stuff, man. Right. Um, DJ Justice knows if he plays anything. Mob Deep related, he has to play this song called Drink Away the Pain. He knows he has to play that if I'm there. Like, if they're doing anything 90s hip hop related and they play Mob Deep, he knows I'm standing right in front of the booth, like, all right, when you're gonna play Drink Away the Pain, dog, that's it, that's mine. Yeah, I would say mine is probably Elevators. Oh, yeah, Mm. let me tell you something about Elevators. If you are in Atlanta, Georgia, I don't care what setting you're in, you could be at a damn gospel brunch. Then people will go crazy if you play elevators at any point in time. I don't care if the year is yeah. 2040. They would yeah. be playing elevators forever in Atlanta, Georgia. I just had to get that off. Forever. forever, right? Yeah. That is their yes. before I let go. That yeah. Is, no, no yeah. Look, if, if, if I'm at a 90s party, I need to hear some I need to hear some Biggie, man. I got to hear, but I got to hear some uh, 
uh, One More Chance remix. I got to hear yeah. that. Dude, that video was a man that MTV in the morning before school, and then you like, man, you waiting, and Mary J. Blige being that pink outfit, you like, oh, man. <laughs> like, bouncing through the, right. through the party like that, exactly, right? <laughs> like, get the pink in there, like, yeah, what up, you know, man, yo, man. Now, I remember, I remember the day I heard Biggie, I listened to that album four times in a row. I was on, I was at Cochrane, um, it was like an eighth grade trip, so 93, 94. And somebody had it and they said, hey, man, listen to this. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I was like, yo, like, it was because his he was so clear. He could paint yeah. pictures. You could see, like, you could see the song. Right. right. Like, you could see, like, Everyday Struggle, a warning, or, you know what I mean? Like, you could just, you could just see it. And he would, or Suicidal Thoughts, for that matter. Like, you could just, like, yo, what the? But I, my, I but have a my confession. favorite. All right. I have a confession. I I hated Juicy. I hated that song, man. Yeah, I, ain't like, it. I ain't like it. I, I hated Juicy, it. man. But listen, I like I like the original. Yeah, I like the original song. I didn't like the, the Biggie song. But listen, but but that's why I was a little late getting on Biggie. Put and plus, you got you got to think about this too, Brandon. Especially you and you, you too, Rodney. That came out in '94. Yeah, Illmatic <laughs> came out in '94. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Uh, Wu Tang was at the end of '93. Midnight Marauders was at the end of '93. You had all this legend, all these legendary albums lumped up together '93, '94. Southern Playlist came out '94. Uh, it rises in the East. J Root Damager '94. Like, I, I so I say that to say, man, like we were so spoiled when it came to like good stuff. It's like you. I wasn't getting to everything. You get what I'm saying? They were just like, I, I'll listen yeah. to this Biggie later. I'm still listening to Illmatic. You yeah, know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm like, man, goddamn. No, what you saying, man? Like, we were, we were spoiled, man. Yeah, we man, were like, it was. I mean, that that '93 to about '97 run. Yeah, like, it was crazy. About, and then you got at the end of you got Jay Z. You got uh, that's when uh, R. Kelly started to become a thing. Then you had the the Timbaland Missy shit Missy coming stuff, out. Yep. 112 and like all like genuine like all man that shit was a beast it was a crazy it time was, of music man it was, it was crazy, crazy bro and it was like you, you, you just couldn't like, get through it all you know what I'm right. you just like yo back to my point like at the beginning of this segment I, I was telling y'all like like i've been going back kind of rediscovering music not really digging for new stuff but you know just during these, these time periods it was just like you had so much you might have forgot about stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just kind of going back listening to the stuff I kind of forgot about. You know what I mean? So what you, so what you been grooving on? Man, I tell you what, man, like I wish I had my list. My phone is my list is actually on my phone, man. But like <clears throat> one um like I've been listening to a lot of jazz, man. Like Hor like I li- I've listened to a guy named Horace Silver. Um, yeah. I've been listening. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. Uh, what else have I listened to, man? Listen to a lot of just like '80s boogie stuff. A lot of Evelyn Champagne King, man. A lot of uh, okay. God. What else, man? A lot of expose. Like just, just digging kind of deep, man. Just trying to, trying to, trying to discover stuff that I haven't listened to in years, man. So you would do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you would pull up the two. Like to ask everybody, like, how you spell it? <laughs> I'm about to shock y'all. I was in uh, Gil Sky Heron and some uh, yeah. uh some of the last poets. I, I just okay. been going that's back a, and listening to that's a good artist to discover. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, that's, I, that's good. Hey man, I am ashamed to say to this day. I'm ashamed to say to this day, Gil Sky Heron was in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I did not go see him, man. I'm ashamed. What was this? I, I was being cheap. I'm gonna just leave it at that, man. Yeah, it, it was an L. It was. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying, man. I've been, I've, I've been really rocking to uh, Curtis Mayfield lately. Like, yeah, the, the Super, Superfly album is yes, one of the greatest it's classic man. album that I have Absolutely. ever heard. That shaft, you just like, what the hell are these people thinking? And so I've been rocking Superfly a lot. I've been rocking Shaft a lot. I've been rocking Rick James Street Dreams a lot. Um, you know, nice, just, just hit that. Just that man, that baseline, just you know, and he sings ass off, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, and, and he was, and he was talking about some real shit, like right. you know, and that, and that was so great. Like, 
And I think that's the great thing that I loved about music at that time that I don't think we get as much anymore is that they gave you a message. I mean, even, it's like, for example, like Living for the City, right? Stevie mm. Wonder. Right. You listen to the just the lyrics and you be like, oh my God, he's talking about shit today. Yeah, then. That's relevant yeah. now, right? And, right. And it's funky. And it's funky. So you right. gonna dance and you gonna mumble the words and then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, man, he's talking about something deep. And you just man. like, but I'm grooving to it. And I think that's that's what's missing, man. Like we 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 either have one or the other. And it's like, nah, man, you gotta you gotta put the sugar with the shit. Like there's a lot of social things going on, but you you still gotta groove. Oh, also I've been listening to a lot of James Brown lately. Yeah, you can just you can hear the progression of music. You know, you can yeah. hear like I was, somebody was listening to it like, man, if you would put an extra instrument in here, this would be this. And then you get there's one of the fires. You get the cool in the games. You get you know mm. Stephen Wonders and you know Marvin Gaye's and stuff like that. And he's just just phonically, it's just just amazing to hear. Hey, Brandon, there are two things I want to say to that man. <clears throat> First, when it comes to Rick James, I I kind of hate the fact that he kind of became like a character because of the whole Dave Chappelle yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah. people kind of really forgot, like, no, nah, man, this dude was like a bona fide, like, star, like a bona fide artist. Like, yes. this dude was like a hell of a songwriter and a hell of an instrumentalist, you know what I mean? And, and I hate that people don't kind of talk about that when they talk about Rick James. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the other thing I want to say as far as, like, Stevie Wonder, man, um, in my yeah. list, one of his albums is gonna is gonna pop up. I'm not gonna tell you which album it is, but I'll, t- I'll tell you mine. That's easy. Intervisions. Yeah, Intervisions, Intervisions is mine. Yep, I'm rocking. Say no more. All day. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna keep it like this. I'm gonna keep this real short and sweet. Stevie Wonder is the me is the main reason why I'm a quote unquote music snob. He showed everybody what an artist is. Like, if you can't do it like that, don't call your, don't try to talk, sell yourself as an artist. Like, exactly. Stevie no, is that. He's a poster child. You're making noise at that point. You know that what I'm saying? Music. Yeah, might, I mean, another, another artist I've been on, man, I, I've been going back and listening to, man, Bobby Womack, man. Oh, man, that's that's fish fry soul right there, yeah, bro. You know what? That's, that's interesting because I was listening to Sam Cook right before we came on, you know, and Sam, you know, and Bobby Woman took Sam Cook's woman. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 he wore, and he wore Sam Cook's suit to Sam Cook's funeral. To the funeral. What is man? Yeah, hey, man. Look, like, man, that's Bobby old that's right. <laughs> Speaking of Sam Cooke, um, for y'all and for the audience, if y'all have never seen uh, the Netflix documentary called The Two Killings of Sam Cooke, please watch it. It is incredible. Please, please watch it. Please. Amazing. So, yeah. all right, so, I, so on that topic, what's the greatest musical documentary you've ever seen? Nina Simone on Netflix, hands down. Not even close. Really? really? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It is amazing. I, I liked it. I liked it. It was. It was I love it. No, I, I love it. I love it. It was great. My, uh, uh, go ahead, Roddy. I like the evolution of hip hop. I really like that, man. Series. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that is good. Mine uh, I'll tell you another good one, man. Um, uh, George Michael has a good one too. I you can only find find it on like Fire Stick now, but it, it's a it's a it's a hell of a documentary too. Okay. So so mine is off the wall. The the Michael Jackson one, the second one. Not not yeah. bad 25. Right, 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 right. Spike right. Lee did. I think Spike right. did both of them. And it, it goes from the Jacksons, which look, if you if you all right, audience, if you ever want to see how bad Michael was, go back to when he was with the Jacksons variety show when he was like 17, 18 years old, and this motherfucker is doing things that he still can't do. Like he, it, he carried that it, show. He carried the whole show. <laughs> But, right, but the Jacksons, like the Jacksons album, like Going Places and Triumph and the Jacksons, it's so damn funky, man. You got a lovely one. You got uh, this place hotel. You got, you know, um, can Preach. you feel it? You know, Preach. show me where to go. Enjoy yourself, man. You just got so many, right? Hey, Brandon. So, yeah. I got a parallel I'm going to draw for you, man. All right. Okay. 
So you know when my you know when those those late Jackson albums that you just mentioned, right? With all that, with all those incredible songs on it, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, I want to let the audience know that Michael Jackson was writing most of that stuff. Number one, that's number one. That's what I'm number saying. two, number two. Here's the point I wanted to make. <clears throat> so I'm going to draw this parallel between Bobby Brown and Michael Jackson because my thirty for thirty today was Bobby Brown and Bobby Brown who. Well, you know, we all know Bobby wanted to be in front for New Edition. We all know he wanted to be the David Ruffin for New Edition. But <laughs> that's great. That's great. But, but, but I wrote today. But but see, but but what I wrote today was "Don't Be Cruel." Proved why he was right. It proved yeah. why he should have been the front guy for New Edition. Now, the parallel I'm drawing to Michael Jackson was right after those late Jackson albums. Michael Jackson, if y'all remember this movie, the Jackson movie that comes on a thousand times a year, <laughs> you know, Michael kept saying, like, I got I got this stuff that I want to get out. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I got things that I want to write about. I'm ready to go solo. And he proved it. He proved, like, you can't, you can't, you can't, uh, uh, you can't tie me down to this group because I'm a phenomenal talent on my own. And that's the parallel that I draw between like Bobby and Michael. Not on the same level. Don't get me wrong, but no, 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 I, I, I similar. So I'm so I'm, I'm going to make a dating parallel to that. All right. So that is so, so to Joe Jackson, right? So yeah. Michael was saying this, and Joe's like, "Man, hell no, 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 no," because he knew this. If I let him go date somebody else, he ain't ever coming back. He ain't coming back. <laughs> so he's trying to do this shit at all costs. He's like, "Yo." I don't like. I don't help make you so fucking pretty, and now you're gonna go on and go date somebody else. Hell no! No, no. I know how I know how bad I treat you, right? <laughs> I, I know how toxic I am. Right, <laughs> exactly. You right. mind? Right. I can't let you go out with a swab dude, and you know what I'm saying. So it's like, so you're absolutely right. Adobe Cruz is the same thing. Now, with that being said, who they replaced Bobby Brown with was a beast. Yeah. <laughs> now that's the difference. Right? Just yeah. Like, yeah, can you stand the rain, boys to men? Just crazy. So it's yeah. like they both are right. Look, man, Johnny's voice is like that's from God, man. That that you don't teach anybody how to sing like that. And, and then Johnny had that voice when he was like 15. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right? He's like grown ass. I'm saying so. I'm taking All right. So, you know, we've been alive for Usher's career, right? Yeah. So yeah. I was a big Usher fan when I was young. Still am to some degree, but you know, she's 40, so fuck it. You know, everybody had a run. But that first album, that Usher album that was produced by um Diddy and um and um Devante. Yeah by Jody. Oh. You can tell yeah. his voice is like a kid. Right, and right. Then, it progressed to what it was. Right. Now here's it now to me, here's the coolest thing about Michael Jackson. He had two distinct voices that were amazing. Yeah. That's true, man. Right, like like Usher sounded like an adult version of his younger self. Of himself. Right? Right. <laughs> if, if, I, if I played you "Who's Loving You" and then I play you um, "Stranger in Moscow," you're not you're not you're not gonna think that's it's not the same voice. voice. I mean, it's understand. the same voice, but it, yeah, it's too yeah. way right, 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 right. right. He had, it's like it's like Kobe eight and Kobe twenty four. He had two yeah. fucking careers, and it's uh, and he was amazing at both. And you just like yo, and I mean, I think to me that's why he's he's the greatest. He had he had a, Kobe, a career like Kobe. Hey, so Rodney, Rodney, um, I know you remember when me and Kaiser had this big argument about like <laughs> about how much of an artist Michael is. And and by the way, Kaiser is he's wanting to be here. He's having some te- technical difficulties, so hopefully we'll get him on in a minute, man. But you know, me me and Kaiser had this huge argument about Michael as an artist because Kaiser was like, "Well, if you call Michael artist, you got to call Beyonce artist." I was like, "Well, that's not the same." Brandon, how you feel about that, man? <laughs> no, that's, oh, come on, man. I mean, you're you trying too hard. No. So, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man I, I, look, Beyonce different, man. I, I, I just got to put that out there. Beyonce different, man. I, I went I to a that. show. I, her performance is just like. No, nah, I, I take nothing away from her as a performer. Nothing. I take nothing like, away from her as a performer. And she could actually sing. But, yeah, no doubt. But she, she, I don't, I don't think she produces like Michael produced, and and, and had the hand that that Michael actually had, right? And everything. 
No, that, I mean, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> she, can, she can be 95% of him, but she ain't him. It's like this. No, so, no, no. so remember Pippen in 94 when Jordan left? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. MVP runner, you were like, God damn, Then Jordan came back, he was like, ah, but he ain't Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. He played phenomenally that season. And you right. were like, remember the ball head with the wrinkles in it, an all-star game, the whole nine. And then Jordan came back, you were like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Man, speaking of that, I, I'm glad you brought that up because with with my extreme boredom with the Rona, all I've been watching on TV is old 90s basketball. And I have enjoyed every minute of this show. <laughs> like, like I, I watched I, – I, they had the game with Spike Lee, like, scored 25 in the third quarter. Oh, and oh then, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah they had the – um. What was another game, man? They had the the 07 Lakers Celtics and then 08 Lakers Celtics, man. So with that being said, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Y'all know we got to come back to music. Y'all know we got to come back. But I'm going to switch gears for a second. What is your favorite sports moment ever? Period. What's all right? Clemson winning the national championship. Said Clemson winning the national championship? 2016. On, 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 on that pick play where uh, Renfro caught the ball from, from Watson. Man, and I was tell crying. Him why, and tell him why that's your favorite sports moment, Rodney. Hey, man, because we we, we we were down for so long, man. It was, it was, it was like a joyous moment. And then my, and then my pro team sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, what you got, man? I think it was game four of the 2002 Western Conference Finals, Lakers and Kings, and Rob Horry hit a shot at the buzzer. Um, I think Shaq shot, missed it. He tapped yep. it out. Yep. Vardy tapped it out, and he just splashed it. And I, and I remember uh, being in my apartment and, like, literally running outside and running around the damn apartment. <laughs> I was just so happy because I just, wanted, I just wanted to run to last forever, right? So it, it looked like in that season – the Kings were better than the Lakers. So you were like, oh, she was like, man, Weber was doing work. And and he hit that shot. And I was just like, oh, thank God. Um, so hey, that, man, like, hey. that, that moment sticks out to me. Fun fact, that series, that the actual series was 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 rigged. And I'm going to just leave it like that. <laughs> I didn't want to say nothing. I want to bring it up. You can't take it away at this point. So, all right. Mine is, I'm going to say, the 2015 NFC Championship. And, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the main reason why it's my favorite, because I was there. <laughs> I, um, man, I got some tickets at the last minute, and I was sitting by the damn stars. But I ain't care, man. Like, when I tell you – the energy in that building was like something I've never experienced, man. Like I, I have never witnessed a crowd like that in all the sporting events I've been to in my life, man. I've never witnessed anything like, like it was scary because literally the stadium was shaking. Like literally, mm-hmm. like you could feel the stadium shaking under your feet. And I was like, all right, man, this is cool, but this is also a little scary too. You know what I mean? So I hurried up and got out of there when, when the game was over, man. But it was, it was electric, man. I, I never, ever, ever experienced anything like that, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so so, what, what was your worst sports moment? Let's start with you, Brandon. When Carolina lost to Villanova in the championship at the bottom. <laughs> oh, man. It's easy. Ooh, man, that was I was like mid-chicken wing, too. Like, I was just like, oh, okay, we got this. <laughs> hey, this shot before. We were like, cool, we good, baby. We start celebrating, high-fiving and shit, and all of a sudden, and you see it, and it's like you could see it in slow motion. Like In slow motion, yep. You like that shit going in? And you're like, man, goddamn. And you know, because Carolina's like, all right, we, you know, every six years or so, we get a, a nice junior class of you know people who I, right? Um, you know, it's it's like gestalt. The hole is greater than some of the parts. Um, and I was like, goddamn, you know. But one later, but yeah, that I do remember that one very vividly. Rodney, what's yours? I got two, man. All right. First one. Uh, this past uh, January, I was down in New Orleans amongst oh. the uh, LSU fans. Oh, man, oh. I got, I got, I got harassed, man. Uh, look, 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 look I, I, look! I was in the casino, and I was just talking shit at halftime, 
And then, like, when LA used to start mud, mud stomping us, I, I grabbed my wife and my sister and my cousin. Like, we got to get the hell up out of here. Let's go home. <laughs> I got two. And then the second one. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. The second one, man. All I got to say is, oh boy, caught that ball in the Super Bowl, and that changed oh. momentum. That's it. Kotri <laughs> caught the damn ball. He caught the ball, man. Caught the damn ball. That's all I got to say. All right. Yep. I got. I got two. Well, now I got three. <laughs> <laughs> I got three now. The first one is so the Bobcats had a draft lottery party, right? And it was it was to get season ticket holders to come and try to get renewed season tickets, whatever, right? So the draft lottery was on the big screen, not the draft, not the actual draft, but the draft lottery. Okay, so it was so it was the number four pick. I was like, oh shit, we not number four. Then the number three pick, the car turned around. I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, we don't have the number three pick. This bastard turned that card around and said, the Charlotte Bobcats will be picking number two. <laughs> I, I had, <laughs> listen, I had my keys in my hand, and I slammed them on the ground as hard as I could, man. I was so pissed off. Man. I said, you got to be good. You, you, can't, you can't be, you got to be joking, man. So that's the oh, one. Hold on, but the Mega Force is your boy. So I thought that would have been. No, 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 no. That oh, was. Yeah, that was Anthony Davis, uh, Michael P. Gilchrist draft. Uh, yeah. 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 So that was 12. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, so man, was... the, the second one was Jake DeLome imploding in the damn Ooh. playoffs. Woo! Was... Listen, y'all, I have never yeah, been so mad. I had an athlete in my entire life, man. Like you like F him, F Bojangles, F Louisiana. And he was literally short circuited. It was the weirdest thing. It was like, yo, it was that was nuts. That was nuts. I'll say this. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say, man. The third one is is the is the Super Bowl, man, because I not to get too serious about this, but man. What really hurt about the, the the Panthers in the in the in the Broncos Super Bowl was like my mom had just died and I was just like man give me something man like man like 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 of course it's not gonna take the place where mama died but I'm just like man this was just like really miss my spirits I need a moment right I need a moment man, so when that happened I was just like man come on man you gotta be and then on top of that like after after like the Panthers lost that Super Bowl Carolina lost the damn championship game. The Hornets got blown out in Game Seven in the playoffs. I'm like, man, North Carolina can't have shit around here, man. <laughs> Not at all, man. Not at all, man. Not at we all, bro. We can get in the club. We can't get in VIP. Right. So, hey, so, 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 so let me ask you guys a question. So the right. NFL is going to 17 games now, mm-hmm. and the Super Bowl, and not the Super Bowl, but the playoffs is now 17. How do you feel uh-huh. about that? I feel like don't fix what ain't broke, man. I, I don't like it. I don't I, I've never had a problem with the current playoff system. I mean, I just think it's just I don't know, man. I, I hate when these owners feel like they just have to change stuff just for the sake of changing stuff, man. So yeah, I'm just a big proponent of not fixing what ain't broke. So I I don't like it. I don't. Uh to add to that, I think football is based on the idea of scarcity. And mm. the more you add, the less scarce it becomes. So therefore, yeah. it becomes more, more like other sports. Like it's it's yeah. an event. It's it's a it's thing. more than kind of product, basically. Right, right. And I mean, if you're good and you're a quarterback, you're gonna basically play an extra season if you play 15, right. 16 yeah. years. So uh, I just and the and it's on the back end. So you know your body and all the things that come with that is just you know it's it's a money making scheme, sure. But I just right. think that um, it's like how much is enough, right? Like exactly. And, and it would cost because I remember they were talking about, well, some of the players won't play every game. And I'm like, or, or one game. I'm like, so why the hell would I go to that game? And right. if I'm the opposite team, I'm just strategizing. I'm like, oh, oh, Brady ain't playing. Um, all right, cool. We put everybody fucking in this game. Right. And, and we this, right? <laughs> so it's, it's just it's, it's just weird, man. And I think they they do that to, you know, to kind of test the waters of what fans are going to say. And football fans are they're fanatics, so they're just like whatever. You want to give me more of this? You want to give me more of my drug? Cool, I'll take it. Yeah, you're right. I, and I think, 
and and Brandon, like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, man, we were talking about this. And I think Rodney agrees with me, man. Like, you know, as the like the season goes on with football, man, like the more like the the worse the product is. Like it's not really a great product towards week 17 yep. or now 18 or whatever it is gonna be now. Yeah. So yeah. adding that extra game doesn't fix that. Yep. I just want to know think, if you agree with that or not. No, I, I totally agree. And I think people conflate a close game with a good game. Right. And right. you're like, right. yeah, this is close, but this wasn't a good game. This, this wasn't a well-played game. Right? And you right. see him not, and, you, and you see a, so, a lot of not-so-well-played games toward the end of the season. Right. That, that is true. Hey, hey, we tell you something funny, though. They're actually going to play a playoff game, a, a wild-card playoff game on Nickelodeon, dude. What? Why? What? Why? I have no idea. I don't know what the NFL was doing. Clue for kids. What the hell? I'm saying, like, get it. That's so weird. But that goes back to what I was saying, man. Fixing what ain't broke. Like, just don't don't change stuff just for the sake of changing stuff, man. Like, yeah, I mean, if you get a if you get a transcendent figure and you you market appropriately, it'll be fine, right? right. Like, you yeah. know, if you we had Jordan, Jordan was everything. By the way, I can't wait for this documentary to come out. Oh my this god, is, man! Listen, listen, this is gonna be amazing. It's and gonna be crazy. Next, and the next one I Something want is Shaq and Kobe. That's the one I want. Yeah. After that, but the, but the Jordan documentary is gonna be a beast because he was like, he was our last star. In, yeah. in in like an in, in like he was our, he was our last analog star in that it was about the mystique of Jordan. It wasn't about knowing him. You know, you had Mike, you had Mike Tyson, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Eddie Murphy were like in Prince were like the biggest fucking people oh, on the Right. Yeah. All right. and all black, which was which is great. And it was about about them that made them more mysterious. Exactly. Like, Yo, I want to write. Like Jordan's like, man, I want to be tall like him. I want to have big hands like him. I want to be able to shoot and dunk like him. But I don't know about his kids and his wife. Like, I didn't know, know about that for man. Get on the court. Yeah. Like, hey, man. like I want to speak to that. I, I'm, I'm glad you I'm, that's a great point. I want to speak to that real quick, man. And I think and, and, and you know, y'all let me know if y'all agree with this or not, man. But I think the generation behind us, I think that they have some resentment behind that fact. They have resentment behind the fact that. Michael Jordan is not on social media. Michael Jordan is not on TV every day. Michael Jordan is right. not on TNT joking around with Kenny, Shaq, and Charles. And I, and, I, and, I, and I think they have some real resentment behind the fact that they don't know who the real Michael Jordan is. So what they're going off of is, in my opinion, a lot of false shit on social media, a lot of opinions, but nobody truly knows who Michael the man is. What do y'all think about that? I totally agree, man. I agree. I mean, this is a generation of, of access. Like, right. we know we, we actually can see Le, LeBron's workout activity. Him and his family are doing TikToks. I mean, that 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 adds to his legendary status because he's able to connect with his fans that 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 who who want to see him. I mean, even like like people our age, we don't. I mean, I like social media, but I'm not about to post my whole life on it. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? It's right. just different. Absolutely, it's just different Absolutely. values. We like, like part of our life. We we didn't have social media. We didn't have cell phones and, and, and MP3 players and things like that. Right. Well, I'm I'm going to be a little long winded because I thought Go about ahead. it. Was we ain't got number time, brother. Right. So, <laughs> like I said, Jordan was the last analog star, and in this digital age, well, and Kobe Bryant was kind of like the bridge, right? Yeah. 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 You know, and so we felt like Jordan was almost like a parent, like you knew of him, but you didn't know him, right? Mm -hmm. Like you know, you know, mom, you don't know Sharon, you know, you know what I mean? You know, you know, dad, you don't know Bernard, right? Yeah. And that and that was cool. He's like, as long as you a good mom or dad, you're great, um, right? And and even with that being said, he's still the biggest selling athlete of all time, even with LeBron James having all this social media and all this other stuff, because right. I think it was, I don't want to be you, I want to be like you. Right. It was like, I want to be Mike. It's like, I want to be like Mike and whatever right. that looks for you. Um, you know, Kobe was probably the, the closest, you know, facsimile of it. But I think, you know, and particularly seeing it with the quarantine, you can just tell how many people miss the camera. You just like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. miss being in front Absolutely. of a camera. And, 
they, they, you know, they don't like, I don't like, I just want you to entertain me. I don't give a fuck about your life. Like, <laughs> right. like example, that's where I'm at, man. Right. Right. Like, 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 for example, if I follow like Kevin Hart or somebody, I'm like, it's the, oh, the two of us alone. I'm like, well, who the fuck taking the picture then? <laughs> like, who doing that? Like, how you be by yourself with your boo and you got a professional picture? What person is that? Like, and, and people eat it up. But I think uh, to, to Rodney's point, we're social media immigrants. Right, we're we're not natives to social media. Like we we remember when getting your own phone line for your birthday was the shit. You like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I got my own number. Hold on, man. And, and man, you better you better text me that oh, that one four three. You can keep this pushing. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I think that. But that that was the mis- that was the mystery of it because you knew that you had a finite amount of time to get to know someone, so you had to pick what was important to get yeah. to know. So even like in dating situations, it's like, oh, I want to know everything. I don't want to learn shit. I want to know everything about you already. And let me just already. go ahead and make my as opposed to me, you know, you kind of redeveloping a relationship already. And that's what and that's what we did as kids. So like I was a Magic Johnson fan, but I loved him like as a kid. Like I remember when they, they announced uh, he had HIV, November 7th, 1991. And I, I cried because I thought he was gonna mm-hmm. die. Right. Yeah, but no it was doubt. like, but it was like. I didn't want to be him. I knew I wasn't going to be six nine, and you know, and right. be the great as you know. But it was just like he he represented greatness and audacity. Like like I I did my show, um, so I just went, um, and I was talking about Kobe, and I was talking about the audacity that Kobe had to say, "Yeah, I'm not seven feet tall. Yeah, I'm not, I'm coming out of high school, and they like you ain't ready." He like shit, yeah, you know. Right, and particularly as black people and black men, like sometimes we have to have the audacity to say, yeah, no, nah, I can do this. And they're hey. like, yeah, you sure? And you're like, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> you know? Let me, yeah. I, I also have my own experience, like to kind of draw a parallel to that. Like a lot of other kids back then, big Mike Tyson fan. Loved Mike mm-hmm. Tyson, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't I wasn't aware of all these demons Mike Tyson had. I wasn't aware of like his upbringing yeah. Mike Tyson had. I didn't care about him and Robin Gibbons and all this other stuff, man. And just like the Magic Johnson AIDS announcement, you know, I when I saw that this clip of Mike Tyson being sent to jail in handcuffs and he's doing this to the camera, yeah. and I'm like, oh my God, my hero is going to jail. But I think a lot of people, and it's it's kind of sad that adults can't separate appreciating greatness from mm. the person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what they are. They're people. They are they bleed blood just like we all do, man. They're just great at something. And I think sometimes, man, like with social media, it kind of it's it's uh oh. Jamal. <laughs> Continue, Rod. So let me ask you a question. So, sure, you're you're Jamal of single guys. So, uh-huh. how do you guys navigate the dating scene in the social media generation? I mean, I, I've been with my wife for almost ten years at this point, and so I, I I just don't know like what's going on nowadays. That's that's an interesting question. Um, I could probably talk more about what my patients go through probably a little bit better because I can put it exactly. as an amount. Yeah. Um. I think it's the knowledge piece. I think it's there's so much to already see and know that mm-hmm. it's not necessarily learning, it's to confirm. And as a result of that, and I think people want to be ready made, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I really understand what a relationship and getting to date someone really is, which is I'm not reserving good. the right. All right, we're, we're reserving the right to get to learn each other uniquely. You know, not that I know you, right? Like, I'm getting, like, un- until the day I die, I'm learning you. Right. Mm. So if I if I feel I know you, that is usually um, based on fear. The more I know, the less the less afraid I'll be. So I think in dating, a lot of times it's like some people are good catches for marriage, but not good catches for dating, and they mm. miss the point. Right. So it's like, yeah, you got this great job, and you you know you got your kid by you know you know by your old boo or whatever, and it's like, but you don't have any time. Now, as a mm. as a wife, you might be great for me, but third date. We ain't married, like we ain't doing relationship stuff. I still got to go invest in you, um, in a way like dating is. So I think some some people kind of miss that. Both men and women, they they kind of miss that. Like, are you willing to make the investment to get to learn someone? Are you going to ask questions? Are you going to be vulnerable in a way that is different than you would your friends? And sometimes people are like, well, I treat all people like that. It's like, but you want me to invest in you like you're special. 
You can't have it both ways. So what do you want? And so like I like I asked this question to my to my women patients or my couples. I, I asked the woman, what do you look forward to being for your man? They can't answer. <laughs> now, they can tell you what they want from their man, but they can't tell you what they want to be for their man. Oof. Mm. And that's different. And that's a hell of a commitment to ask for. And you can't you don't even know what you bring into the table other than sex. And they're like, every woman has that. So yeah. it's like, well, I can get dick, I can get dick anywhere. It's like, yeah, and I so can I and I can get pussy everywhere too. Like that's not it's not as hard as you think it is. It's from whom I want it, and then what happens after I come? Right? Do I want to stay with you? Do I want to, hey, hey, boogie, hey, we'll make you some eggs? Like, that's the difference. <laughs> you know, and I think so many people want so many things ready made that they don't understand. They, they understand the feeling of uniqueness, but they don't understand the investment in being unique to someone. You know, what allowances that gives you. It's like, yeah, man, like, I, I invest too much in you. I got to call you out on your shit from time to time because I love you too much for you to go out here in this world fuck off like i can't i can't allow you to do that because i care about you too much so it's, yeah. you know so it's like that that's one thing that i try to instill in my friends and my patients and whatever it's like if you're asking for something unique you have to yield to the awesomeness of the uniqueness of the experience you're asking for otherwise you're, you're trying to control a relationship and you'll never feel special but you'll ask for it so there's my salute mm. there you go mm. you know jamal, jamal. <laughs> Ditto. Ditto. Jamal, question for you. Yes. Question for you. Yeah. So how has Dayton been doing the Rona? Ain't no dating. <laughs> Simple answer to that question. Ain't no dating. <laughs> we need to get there your is wife, no dating. Jamal. We need to get your wife, man. Soon enough, man. Moving on. We got four minutes left. Um, All right. We're going to end up with something fun before I choke Rodney. Uh, what we got, man? <laughs> Oh, Brandon, I'm glad I have you on, man, because okay. Rodney has been a thorn in my ass all week, and he's been causing trouble on Facebook. Now, let me tell you what this joker did, man. I like okay. the troll. <laughs> he, he, he loves the troll, man. Do you agree with this statement? Oh, Outcast, does Outcast have four classic albums? No, three. Thank you. Oh, come on, dude. Second they question. Got they got four. Second. Second question. Second question. Outcast, their illustrious catalog, their amazing catalog, landmark Southern, no, 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 I'm sorry, landmark hip hop artist, period. With that being said, do they have any album that goes against Low End Theory or Midnight Marauders? Equimanized. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> if, any, if anything, it might be uh, Equimanized. Maybe, but nah, man. Midnight Marauder, that shit just that shit ride, man. Like Thank you, you put like you push play, like like each song on the Equimini album is dope, but there's not like a consistent vibe about it, right? Midnight Marauders, there is a vibe, like there is a mood that they're gonna. No, get no, 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 no. Right? Midnight Marauders is perfect. I, uh, I'll okay, look. Well, I'll say it. Oh, it's perfect. God. It is absolutely perfect. I mean, I mean, even in the beginning when he says. You know when they when they talk about define what marauder it is that we loot and we loot for years. I was like, God, damn, you got, it's genius stuff, man. Yeah, you, you know. So yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I mean, I think that you know, tribe is one of those people. Like when you when you know tribe and you get it, you really get it. And when you don't, you're just like, okay, they got some jazz beats. All right, that's cool. But but when you get it, when you really understand what they're doing, it is like, oh my God, this is some genius shit going on. Let me tell you. So in my Gene, sessions Gene from, from the last from the last <laughs> album, I played kids, right? With, yeah. Uh, with with with, uh, with three stacks and Q-tip, yeah. It is such a phenomenal song because they're talking from the kid and the parents' perspective, and they're babbling yep. like, yep. "Oh man, I can do what I want to do." And it's like, "Look, man, I don't been through this shit. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> I, and, and and like that is the plight of parent and child." Like mm -hmm. that is, and it's like the way that they did it, the creativity that they had, you know, to, to take a parent and a child and they're talking to each other and trying to reconcile, you know, how they feel. And you old and you don't know what you're doing. And, you know, it's our time now, <laughs> you know, and they're like, nah, man, I, you know, I remember being on those boats. I'm on a yacht now. But, uh, you know, so I just, <laughs> I just think that tribe is just, is, is just one of those, like, 
I don't think they'll ever be fully appreciated, but I think the best artists ever are. I mean, he, even Stevie Wonder is the, one of the biggest artists ever, and people sleep on him, and then you still play a song, and they be like, that's Stevie? Oh, my yeah, God. Like, or, yeah. or, or you play a song that he wrote, and you be like, oh, my God, he wrote that? <laughs> um, I don't, what was it? Um, uh, The one that down there with John. Um, I don't know if it with me. Knocks yes. me off my feet. Knocks me yeah. off my feet, yeah. yeah. And he, he sung the hell out of that song. And he yeah. ain't Stevie. He ain't Stevie. Stevie. Nah, nah. Hey, Stevie. I have I got a fun fact for you, Rodney. This is for you. What's up? So what's up? Love box, speaker box, whatever you whatever you know, y'all know the outcast. I was speaker box, love the love. No disrespect. <laughs> Listen, no, no. Speaker box, love below. You know, do you know what inspired that album, Rodney? It was some tribes to shit. <laughs> it was Kamal the Abstract in, in, in an album that did not get released by Jive. That's what inspired Speaker Box. Oh, I, I have that album. That album is dope as hell. Oh my God, yes. I know what you're talking about. Yes. I have that album. It is so they, dope. Jive did not release that album because they couldn't find a fit. They was like, well, we don't know what this is. This is not going to chart well. Um, it's not. It doesn't have any hits. On it, right. doesn't mean it wasn't a great album, but it yeah. never got released, and that's what inspired Speaker Box Love Below. Just a little education for you there, right? Yeah. Speaker Box Love Below is the slept on. I got a call. Hold on, hold on. It's a classic. But um, anyway, y'all, we are we coming up on an hour, man. We're gonna wait till Brandon get back to officially in this thing, man. And uh, this was fun today, Rodney. For real, man. I, I'm I'm yeah, glad we man. did this today, man. Straight up. Hey, so man. um, hey, go ahead, hey, bro. At the end of the day. Speaker Box and Love Below is a classic. It, <laughs> it, it got four classics. It changed hip hop. Like, tell me. You're going down that sword, ain't you, bro? I am. Tell me Kanye wasn't inspired by that. I mean, that's it fair. That's free. a fair statement. No, that's a fair Come statement. On, that's totally fair. Come on. It, 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 it actually changed. Look, Drake, Drake is singing like three stacks. Come on, man. <laughs> but day. just know. But but just know Q-Tip started all that shit. Just know that. I mean, look, look. You can be better than the, you can be better than, than the actual originator. <laughs> Calm down, man. Oh, <laughs> look, we 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 trying to wait. We go. We gonna try to wait till Brandon get back, man. To officially end this thing, man. I don't want to say goodbye, and we don't have our our guest back on, man. But um, while we're here, man, for any fans that are watching us today, man, thank y'all for taking the time out to. Still check us out, man. We know this is a crazy time for everybody, man. Everybody is making adjustments right, in some capacity, that. man. All right, we got Brandon back. All right, I, I don't have the room, by the way. Hey, before everybody goes, let's 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 uh let's each give a positive, man. Okay. So uh, I'll shout out. So as you can see, this beautiful painting here uh, is commissioned. That's by dope, man. By the way, yeah. Thank you, thank you. It's, it's an original, and uh, my my rug is also an original. That's similar to this. It's a bass player, and uh, it's by Marie Art. Um, you can follow her on IG. She's amazing. Um, dope. And shout out to Slant with uh, Brandon Richter on Square Media, and uh, shout out to. The, Shout out to Under Construction, man. Like, y'all are really, really doing some good stuff, man. And, uh, Thank you know, you, like I said, I'm just, you know, I mean, I, I knew Darby was going to do something dope in high school. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm going to sound like Charles Barkley now. It's an honor and a pleasure to be on. It's all the <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Brandon, man, once, uh, once the Rona passes, man, you you gotta you gotta invite us to your crib, man, so we can just kind of vibe out, man, and drink drink up all your wine, man, and just chill out, man. You gotta you yeah, gotta invite us cool, over, man. Here, brother. That's cool, man. You're more than welcome. Rodney, what you got, bro? Okay, I'm gonna give a shout out to my grandmother. She just uh, celebrated her birthday on Friday. Happy birthday, uh, Grandma! Yes, yes. And uh, this is personal news. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I found my dad. Uh, found out that my dad was diagnosed with COVID nineteen. Uh, he has officially, officially, yesterday was cleared by the health department. He's cured. Nice. He's living. He's Congratulations. Walking, he's happy. It's been a long road. Look, people stuff. stay home, social distance. This thing is real. It's not like the average flu. Just, just, just listen to the listen to the actual experts. 
You're not an expert. It is no 5G. No Sit back and listen. <laughs> Facebook is not an expert either. Just know that. <laughs> but anyway, um, I just want to share some positives about this ugly situation. Uh, the main positive is that I've been able to reconnect with people I haven't talked to in months, some years. Um, I, I'm, We're actually having more conversations. You know what I mean? We're not just texting people anymore. It's like I, I, I did a group chat with my family last night. Man, that was fun. You know what I mean? Um, it's given me an opportunity to kind of just rest and, and kind of rediscover uh, things that I love. I'm doing a lot more writing. Um, we're doing this today, which is, I mean, I'm having a great time doing this today. Brandon, man, we might invite you back next week, man. I, I'm hey, like, man, we had a, I'm, it was such a good vibe today, man. And um, so hopefully, man, we can just continue doing positive things, man, and just kind of make the best out of this ugly situation. And the last thing, uh, first and foremost, man, thank you for everybody who's tuning in, man. We appreciate y'all more than we could ever say. And with that being said, man, peace, y'all. Catch y'all on the flip side, man. Brandon, thank you again for coming on, brother. And shout out to Jamal reconnecting with old boo. Shut up. Bye, nigga. Bye. Bye.